another guest, one of my closest and dearest, bestest friends, Miss Suzanne Ransweiler. Um, on today's episode, we will be recapping our epic night out at the NV Fashion Show from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. If you are a Housewives fan, and especially if you are a Housewives of New Jersey fan, this episode is for you. We talk about our run-ins with every single cast member, our run-ins with all of the Bravo cameras. We talk about the fashion looks. We talk about all of the New Jerseyans that we came across that I was in heaven because it was so fabulous to watch. Um, This episode is great. It's really, really funny. Um, So I am excited to share it with you all. The sound at some points is a little uh, light, so make sure to turn up your volume only because we were sitting from the floor to the couch and all around uh, all around Suzanne's house. But But you'll love this. This one is a good one. So I will bring her out and enjoy. We are here in suburban New Jersey, and I am joined by my friend, Suzanne Ransweiler. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Great. And we're also joined by her son who's sitting with us, James Ransweiler. Hey, James, say hello. All right. Thanks, James. Thanks for saying hello. So we are here. We are fresh off of a night that we will never forget. Um, I don't know if you guys saw my Insta story um, and all my social media, but Suzanne and I attended the Envy Fashion Show. Yes, James, that's correct. We attended the Envy Fashion Show, Melissa Gorga's Envy Fashion Show from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. It was epic. It was thrilling. Um, I cried. I laughed. I almost pooped my pants. I, it was <laughs> unbelievable. We're going to recap for you, that for you. Um, but before we do that, we are going to take a trip down memory lane. And I'm going to tell you guys all about how Suzanne and I met, how we started, how it all went. Um, <laughs> we're laughing because this is a really funny situation right now. I'm actually sitting on the floor. I love it. Suzanne and James are on the couch. We're in a beautiful house great um okay so Suzanne why don't you tell the listeners do you remember how you and I met each other I do we met at work on a group project shout out to Venice Media (laughs) um and I was very nervous that we were not going to get our project done that we weren't being paid for and had nothing to do with our actual jobs and Melissa was like it's fine it's fine and um, I was like, oh my God, who's this girl? Like, who is this girl? This girl wound up to be one of your favorite people in the world. Yes. So. One of my best friends in the whole wide world. And, um, the project actually went off without a hitch. And the best part of the whole thing was actually Melissa's that she probably spent about an eighth of the time on as I did stressing over. So, um, I think we know who the more street smarts person is in this group. Guys, that's a, a PSA for anyone who does group projects. Um, don't put your blood, sweat, and tears in a group project. That, that you're not getting paid for at work. That you're not getting paid for at work. Just, you know, be relaxed about it. That was probably the most relaxed, like, work situation I've ever been in in my entire life. 
Um, but you forgot to mention when we did the presentation at work, um, my, my part, I went and I, I did not spend any time on it. And when I went, they were all like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> it was the best part. It was so hilarious. It was, so. it was hilarious. It was really funny. So that's how we met. So that's how our friendship began. And then we spent all of our 20s. Um, in New York City, uh, flaunting along the streets of New York City. Not, we weren't like hookers. <laughs> you know, we did typical 20s New York stuff. You know, we went to bars, we met people, you know, we went out, we hung out, we stayed out, we got drunk. And now we're in our mid-30s. We're old millennials, as I like to say on Lax Awareness. And now we're sitting, um, we're being old people and we have houses and we have children and we real jobs with real responsibilities. Now, I want to ask you something, Suzanne. What would you tell our listeners about um, the differences between, um, you know, being in your 20s and being in your mid-30s as a kid and uh, a house? Tell us about that. Well, I would first say, Melissa, we are not old people and still like to go out and have fun together. Um, I don't really now, I mean, I guess you just named all the differences. 20s, I did not have a child um, and was not married, and now I am, and it really feels no different. There's just a little more work involved. <laughs> like more responsible, more responsibilities. Sure, sure, yes. sure, sure. Now, um, has there any been any point in your time where you missed your 20s? Um, here and there, I definitely miss living in the city from time to time. So does James. <laughs> yeah, James would have loved to have been there. Been there in the Midtown East, ladies and gentlemen. We all live in the Midtown East area. Right, Suzanne? Um, yes, shout out to Midtown East. Yes, we used to like to say that we would be on a Bravo show. Um, we all wanted to be on a Bravo show called Second Avenue. That was actually just me saying that. <laughs> Exactly, it was actually only Melissa that would say that. <laughs> but I wanted to um, pitch a show to Bravo called Second Avenue, because all of us, all of our friend group, we all literally lived on Second Avenue, and it would have basically been like Vanderpump Rules meets Sex in the City. Right, Suzanne? Um, I wouldn't say it would be the Vanderpump Rules of the City, because personally, um, I don't think any of us have ever, like, down on each other or that's true that is true that's true. or stayed friends after our boyfriends slept with our best friends um but you know i would like to think that um it would be as entertaining as just our kids would be okay all right well that's true <laughs> that's but go ahead but we were just talking go ahead tell me what you were saying um we had took a pause and put james they like to say in his office to hang out but tell me what you were saying while we were doing that well, when you asked me about the difference between my 20s and 30s, I think it's funny because I still think I'm in my 20s, so I'm constantly working with a lot of people that are, you know, 23 to 27, and I feel that I have more in common with them than anyone else. I don't know what that's saying about me, um, but I constantly still think I'm, like, in my late 20s. So. Do you like to live vicariously through them sometimes when they talk about their excursions and their lifestyle? Um, I do, and I also like to contribute as if I'm having those similar excursions and nights out, um, which is not always the case, but again, I'm basically in my 20s. 
Um, so we are now, we're going to get right into our wild and crazy night out. We were just talking about how, I was just talking about how we're old and we, um, don't ever really go out anymore, but we actually had a wild night out last night. Now we're going to backtrack for a minute. You all know I'm a big Bravo freak, all you listeners out there. Suzanne is also a Bravo freak. And this is one of the other things that bonded us, um, when our friendship began about 10 years ago. Um, Suzanne, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much of a Bravo freak are you? Um, probably off the charts 12. Um, I love it, yeah. You know, a lot of people have hobbies, um, that include reading books or running or trying new things. Um, mine actually probably is watching Bravo shows and then talking about them with my friends who also feel that's their hobby. So, um... Yeah, that would, I guess that makes me a Bravo freak. I never thought of myself as a freak. No, not a freak. I'm sorry. A fan. A fan. A fan. A fan. <laughs> sorry. We are fans, not freaks, everybody. Fans, not freaks. Um, so this is another reason why Suzanne is on the show today, because I love having Bravo fans, not freaks, on the show, and I love taking them out for good uh, content for the show. So for all you fans out there, we went to the Envy fashion show last night. If you don't know what Envy is, now some of you, I know some of you love the Housewives, but you'll only watch certain franchises. So Envy is from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. If you don't know what Envy is, Envy is a boutique in Montclair, right? Montclair. Um, Suzanne and I actually also went to Envy last year, which we'll, we'll talk about that. But Envy is a boutique owned by um, the famed... Real Housewives of New Jersey housewife, Melissa Gorga. She's been on the show for uh, a very, very long time. She is the sister-in-law of Teresa Giudice. Now, all of you Bravo people out there do know who Teresa Giudice is. I'm 95% sure you know who she is. Um, she is the one that was just arrested. <laughs> Her husband was also arrested and is about to be deported. Um, she got arrested for tax fraud, wire fraud. Do you remember what it was for? Charges included mail fraud. Oh yes, um, and some other sketchy tax evasion things. Yes, yeah, she was pretty sketchy. Um, Teresa's been on there from from the beginning. She's the only one that's been on there from the beginning. And then Melissa, her sister-in-law, joined in about season three. Um, their dynamic was epic in Bravo history. I would say that season three christening scene um, and then that whole season and season three and season four was probably two of the best seasons on Bravo. If you don't watch Jersey and you are bored and you want to watch something else, go back to Hulu and watch those two seasons. They were pretty insane and unreal. And Jersey, you know, it's had its up and downs. I think it's going back on and up again. I think the addition of Margaret Josephs has been amazing. I think... Um, Right, James? The addition of Margaret Josephs? Yes, she has been amazing. Um, and also, my hero, who I've talked about numerous times on this podcast, uh, Jackie. Uh, she started last season. Um, she is a Jew from Jersey. Uh, she kept it so she kept it so real throughout the season. She went against Teresa, which is a very hard thing to do. Um, I love her, love her, love her, love her. And these people were all in attendance last night, along with um, 
25 different Bravo cameras, uh, 10 different Bravo producers, one who yelled at me for um, Insta-storying one of the scenes they were filming, and um, a lot of really drunk uh, Italian mob Jersey people. Um, I, that, that was really bad. I probably just lost like a lot of listeners, but whatever. It's okay. I'm from Jersey. I'm allowed to say that. I love it. I thought I felt like I was in the zone. Um, if I would have brought my husband, he would have loved it, loved the scene. It was amazing. Um, we're gonna start recapping it, and we're gonna first start to recap it by um, talking about how we got out of the car, and in front of us was a woman in a ball gown and a woman in a bandage dress with a really long fake ponytail um, in the highest heels I've ever seen in my life. And then there was Suzanne and I in our flats, our plain black outfit pants and jumpsuit uh, going right from work. Suzanne, what would you like to say about this? Well, I would like to say that um, going into this, we knew on the invite that Bravo cameras would be filming, and I just want to say that the woman in front of us in the bandage dress and ponytail took my tip of wearing neon, so she is spotted and seen, so um, if there are any fans that are going to be watching the show coming up, keep an eye out for this woman. She was in a bright, bright Probably knockoff, but possibly not. Hervé Leger dress um, in neon green with a long blonde ponytail, and I bet you she will be featured on camera. Um, I would not want to be featured on camera, so we were in black um, and wearing glasses. So if you see those two girls in the background that are just like, like creeping around with in black, wearing glasses and flats, totally out of place. That was me and Suzanne. Um, we were very concerned. We were very concerned. We were underdressed. We knew we were going to be underdressed, so we didn't know how underdressed. And then we saw a couple of women wearing sneakers and black jeans, and we were like, "Great!" And um, Matt, my husband, who's dropping us off, was like, "They probably work here." And what do you know? They were producers, and they did work there. So, so we could have probably um, been misrecognized as a Bravo producer. That's how underdressed we were. Um, but it was great. We walked in, um, we signed in, and then we had to give, um, we had to give, we had to sign a release form, basically consent, giving away our life to be on cameras for the show. Um, and what you had to do, you basically had to sign the form, and then they took a photo of you with their phone, um, and that was it. And it was, that was pretty funny. Suzanne didn't want to do it, but I was like, Suzanne, if you want to go in, you have to do it. And then we walked in, and the first person we saw was, if you guys are a Jersey fan, we saw Melissa Gorga's daughter walk right past us. And then who did we see walking up the stairs? So they had all the models for the show um, up the stairs of this venue. This venue was kind of like a wedding venue of some sort. Think of a really giant um, Jersey wedding venue. And this is exactly what it was. It was actually very pretty. Um, but they had an upstairs of all the models that were going upstairs. Who did we see going up the stairs? We saw Frankie Jr. Frank Jr. Yes, yes. Um, Dolores' son. Immediately recognizable, um, and we're pretty excited. Yes, yes. So we saw Frankie go up the stairs, and then we kept walking, and what do you know, we hit about three different cameras filming a scene with Jackie, 
No, I'm sorry. We walked through the hallway and Jackie was talking to a few people by herself. And then I started freaking out. And what were you going to say? Melissa was freaking out. Now, for all you loyal Lack Awareness listeners, I believe Melissa said she wanted to go to this and take her friendship to the top with Jackie. <laughs> and more to come on that, but she was very nervous. I was very nervous. I, I realized after this event that I am all talk, no game, and I admit that to myself. I admit that to the world. That is something that I need to work on. But I, yes, I am all talk, no game. But we walked in, and Jackie was talking to some people. We walked right by her and started freaking out. In fairness, Jackie was complaining to her husband, Evan, um, something about a 16-year-old. and What? I didn't hear that. What are you talking about? (laughs) Explain more. I did not hear that. She seemed in a little bit of an agitated state, and I thought maybe that's why you wouldn't have gone to her, but she was talking about, she said, oh, and this, like, girl, 16 years old, comes up, who knows, it might have been about a fan, I don't know the context, but I did hear, I did hear that, but this is how rumors get started, that is, I know nothing more, but she seemed agitated, she and her husband were talking, and they were very lovely. Well, I did not hear that about a 16-year-old yet, but they did seem agitated. They did seem agitated. No, they did seem agitated. No, I'm not going to take that out. Um, that was really funny. So then, as we walked by them, we did uh, bump into three cameras. We did bump into three cameras that were filming um, Jackie, Jennifer, Dolores, and it was another girl there, from the, and we saw her from the back, and I did not recognize her. So I was like, who is that? But they were all talking. They were very heated. Margaret was very, very heated. Um, I, of course, started Insta-storying, and then I got yelled at by a producer telling me to put my phone down, which it was, it was I, I was on a serotonin high. I was like, oh, my God, I'm Insta-storying a scene that's being filmed for The Real Housewives, and I'm being yelled at by a producer. It was amazing. Um, so more to come on the girl that we couldn't recognize from the back, so we'll come back to that. But then we walked in, um, and what happened when we walked in? Um, it was, you know, a nice spread of food, you know, you had your antipasts and, um, you know, a hot buffet, standing room only, um, but, you know, pretty nice open bar. Yes, it was very Jersey with all the Italian uh, meats and cheeses. It was great. Um, We did run into about three to four of the husbands that came into this room. There was Jackie's husband, Jennifer's husband, uh, Margaret's husband. All the husbands were there. They were stepping aside for the girls doing their filming. Um, so, yeah, we had our food. We had our drinks. There was um, a rack of one rack of clothes. <laughs> one rack of clothes that I was so nervous. I kept saying, let's go back to the clothes. Let's go back to the clothes. There's literally, like, one rack of clothes. That was, that was safe. It was my safe space to go back to the clothes. There was a really cute photo booth that Suzanne and I did twice because we didn't like the first one, so we went back and did the second one. It was like a flower photo booth. The photo booth was very cute, but um, I was expecting the type of photo booth that the Kardashians always make, which are definitely seen a little more high-end, that sort of ugly, beautiful, black-and-white finish. I think we all know who they are. They're we all know what they are. Um, the Kardashians definitely utilize one photo booth company for all of their family yes. gatherings. Yes. Um, this was not to that caliber. In my but it was good. It was but nice. It was a nice flower. Nice yes. Wall. Yeah, it was a very nice flower. wall. So we did some photo boothing. Um, then we went back. We got a few more uh, noshes. And then we went back to kind of stake out the filming. Um, now, I 
saw this. Oh, yes, we forgot to say that. If you're a really, like, hardcore Jersey fan, we also saw um, the Judices, Teresa and Joe Judices' lawyer, who was always on the show, always creeping in the background, always trying to film scenes. Um, Suzanne caught this a little more than I did, but tell us what you saw when you saw him, when he was, like, looking at the mirror. Um, well, as you mentioned, he is on the show quite a bit. I think we like the, the, the fame aspect um, of it, maybe just as much as we did the Nick Castle. Um, but he was, you know, fixing his tie, checking out his teeth in the mirror. I did not see anybody taking photos of him, um, so I don't know how recognizable he was. But, I mean, if you watch the show, you would recognize him immediately. He's, like, really big and fat, and he wears glasses. That's okay, see that he doesn't know us. I'm allowed to call him fat. <laughs> but, he, yeah, he was checking his teeth, which was hilarious and really, really funny. Um, so we saw him, and then we went back to check out the filming. Um, I caught Jennifer and the girl we couldn't recognize um, doing a scene, and the girl we couldn't recognize threw a glass across the room. I'm not kidding. She threw a glass across the room. I'm like, who is this? B-I-T-C-H, we can't curse because um, James is in the room. Yes, Suzanne, she threw it. And I told you about that. And then that's when, like, a ton of producers and security cards came over. And they were like, oh, my God, call security. And we're like, who is this woman filming with Jennifer throwing a glass across the room? Guys, it was effing Teresa turns around. I'm like, oh, my God, that was Teresa. We didn't recognize her from the back. Couldn't tell it was her. She threw a glass, literally not across the room, she threw it from, like, where she was across the bar, uh, behind the bar, um, that was intense, that was crazy, um, big Frank came over and was like, is everything okay, what's going on, that was a real moment, and there were a lot of people, like, looking, a lot of people took out their phones, those people didn't get yelled at, I don't know why, but, but that was pretty surreal, so then, um, do you want to talk about what happened next? So then the fashion show began, yes. um, but I guess before it began, everybody started sort of getting all together. Um, Melissa and I paid for standing room only, so we didn't... The nosebleed seats. <laughs> so we did not have um, front row access, but we still had a very, very good view of all of the fashion. The great, great, great view. And they also had screens all over the room, which was very, very it was very, It was very accessible, I will say, and more to come on that in a few minutes. Um, but uh, all the cameramen, all the producers started gathering around the runway, and you know, all the stars started taking their seats. And that's the first time that I think we all saw Joe Gorga come out and really see how he is. Um, dancing and such, and everybody went crazy for that, and the vibe of the room was actually really fun. It was really fun. The music was great. Um, all the models, she first started with her men, male models. They were all really hot. She's currently coming out with a men's line. I didn't know this until I got here, Suzanne told me, but coming out with a men's line for Envy, so she started with all the men. They are really hot. One of them was 18 or 20-year-old Frankie, which is hilarious. Um... So they were all coming out, then the girls came out, and I want to talk about this one drunk woman who uh, was sitting uh, in the seats right across from us. She was insane. The whole night, she kept going up to all the housewives, all the husbands, um, over the top. Suzanne likes to say she would have been us if we were really drunk and over the top. She literally was, like, all over these guys and so annoying, and she was the funniest person to watch throughout the whole thing. So then the show ended. And that's when the real fun began. 
So the show ended, all the fans got up, and they started going to each of the housewives to take photos. Now, let's go back to what I said about I'm all talk, no um, game, no action. Um, I started getting really, really nervous, and I do this all the time when I see celebrities, um, and I see them in in the moment, in the flesh. I, I get really tensed up. Um, I get really, um, no, they don't want to talk to me. I'm not, no, nobody. I got really, really, really scared. And for some reason that night, I got really scared because they were all in one room at once. Suzanne, on the other hand, is, um, has a lot of balls and she was like, let's do it. We're going to go up, call them. We're going to take pictures. We're going to talk to them. And I got really nervous. So we were standing there. I was saying, no, let's give us a minute. Let's give it a minute. And while we were doing that out of the corner of my eye, I saw, who did I see, Suzanne? Well, I just want to add to that, Melissa, that I, too, have celebrity nervous syndrome, <laughs> I would say. Um, one of my biggest regrets in life um, is not speaking to Tom Sandoval and asking for a picture when I went to TomTom this summer yes, that, with my husband. Yes. So, um, I will always regret that, um, because apparently he's very nice, and will take a picture with anybody. Um, so I knew going into this that I wanted Melissa to get a picture with Jackie and that I wanted to, you know, depending on how the room was, meet some of these stars. Um, but again, reading the room, I'm also very shy and nervous around reality TV stars, even though they would not have a career without freaks like us. Um, but everybody was swarming these people. Like, it was literally that kind of scene. So that gave us a little more courage. That plus some red wine and some vodka pineapples for Melissa definitely helped us. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so Marge Sr. was standing alone, and if you watch the show, she is a breakout character that's quite beloved. So give it up for Marge Sr. And Margaret's assistant, who I recognize, she didn't recognize, I recognize her. This is the one on the show, also if you're a hardcore Jersey fan, this is the one on the show that has an accent that's like half British, half Brooklyn. Um, you don't really know where she comes from when she talks, but she was like so nice. Martina was so nice. Um, we were talking about Suzanne's kid, James, and Margaret's assistant kid, Nino. Um, so um, Suzanne's going to DM her uh, later this week, and they're going to set up a play date, and then we're going to talk about Margaret's assistant on this podcast, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> Um, so that was great. We took a picture with Marge Sr., um, but then it got better and better and better. Then Suzanne wanted us to swarm all the, what, tell me, what are you going to say? Melissa was satisfied with just the Marge Sr. photo. She's like, no, no, that's enough, that's enough, because she saw Jackie leave the room, and then very, she was like, she was going to be happy with just doing that, and I said, no, Melissa, we're here. We paid $158 each. Um which was the least expensive ticket that you could buy. Um, but we got dinner for that, too, so don't judge too harshly. Yes. So we see all of the other women are still sitting around waiting for pictures, so you know what, Melissa, we needed, we needed to have a moment of action. I was not satisfied with just the Marge Sr. Yes. So then we go to Margaret. And this was not that exciting. I mean, she was very nice. She was beautiful. pretty beautiful, beautiful. But she had a lot of people around her. We got up to Margaret. We took the picture. She was a little distracted. I'm not going to hold that against her. I'm still a big Marge fan. We got the picture with Marge. Great. 
wonderful. Then we said, all right, we got to keep going. I didn't say we got to keep going. <laughs> so we got to keep going. So we went to the other side of the room where there was Teresa. Now, Teresa, I go up and down with Teresa. I'm not a down with her. She was actually the one person I even wanted to take a picture of with. But we were there, and Suzanne's like, we got to do it. We got to do it. Keep in mind that Suzanne and I actually attended an OK Magazine party back in our uh, media days when we worked at the media agencies. Um, and we have a picture with Teresa already about something like four years ago. So I was like, I don't really need another one. But we get we got in there. Teresa's actually really funny. Um, she was taking so many pictures, and she was like, is that it? Is that it? Um, but she said it in like a really funny way, and we were actually the last people to get a picture with her. Um, so we got a picture with her. Talk about what was behind us with Jennifer. Talk about that. How, like, you know, Teresa, you know, Teresa's been on the show for, like, 10 years. She has a huge fan base. Um, there's a million people around her. Meanwhile, Jennifer, who I can't F-I-N-G stand, um, and a lot of you Jersey fans also can't stand, she was right behind her. Do you want to talk about that? Um, Jennifer was right behind her, also as accessible as anyone taking photos and I encouraged Melissa to try you know what why not let's meet Jennifer um not my favorite cast member of the season but you know what she's a she's she's a part of the show so I'm into it and you know I was also mixed about getting another photo with Teresa um you know I don't support animosity but um she's a star you know I hate to say it but she's she's a star and provides me with a lot of entertainment and really enjoy her daughter Melania um, and all the entertainment she brings to the show so I felt that we needed to go meet Teresa and she's beautiful I have to say um, but the lips everyone has the lips everyone has gigantic lips and I don't know if this is really you can really see them on the show um, but everyone has gigantic lips um, but what I was getting at was that hardly anybody was around Jennifer and there was like a million people around Teresa, and there was like five people with Jennifer. So that was really funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of the most of the fans swarming and circling were around Margaret and Teresa. Yes. Um, and then I think once Melissa came out, I think she actually had obviously a huge amount of fans swarming. She and Joey have a picture together. I would have loved to have gotten a picture with either of them. Yeah. The only thing was it was a very night. I was like, uh, let's let's give them some. And also because I was looking, oh yes, Gia was there, everybody. Gia, Gia, nice to see Gia, Gia. She also looked really, really beautiful. Um, but the main goal was to find Jackie, and Jackie had left the room for a little bit, and then we found her. We started walking out a little bit more, and we found her. We followed her. <laughs> we followed her from the stage. She was walking to the back of the room. She passed the photo booth. She started taking Instagram photos of herself in the photo booth. Um, and then Suzanne, who I, I feel bad. I was like, Suzanne, stop embarrassing me. Stop embarrassing me. I did not mean that because I was so nervous. Um, but Suzanne, I will never forget this for the rest of my life. And Suzanne told me that I need to name my firstborn, um, after Suzanne and Suzanne got right in there. She went up to Jackie and she said, like, my name is Suzanne. Can you please name my daughter? Um, I didn't say you need to name I said no name will suffice, um, but I knew Melissa would immediately regret it if she did not have this photo. And again, these are you know reality TV stars that were taking photos with everyone, and 
again, while I'm a lactic variant soilist, I know what a fan looks at age exactly, and she was so incredibly nice. I said, my son's so nervous. And she said, why is she so nervous? And if you go on one of these Instagram stories, you can see they took not one, not two, but I took many photos, and Jackie was like smiling and handing it up and seemed so sweet and down to earth. So I hope it's a very nice memory, and maybe Monica will follow up her DM with a photo from the night. Yes, Jackie, if you're out there, if you're listening, um, I'm going to DM you with our photos. It was probably one of the best um, Bravo housewife moments of my life up there during my wedding. <laughs> yes, Steve. Well, Steve knows. Steve knows how much I love her, too. So it was pretty insane and unreal. Um, yeah, she put her leg up. She was trying to be funny. It was, like, awesome. It was fantastic. So... I was pretty content with all the pictures we got. I think Suzanne was too. Um, so we were ready to wrap it up. We were ready to go home. And we were trying to look for the bathroom. So we started walking. This is probably my favorite story of the night. So get ready for this. So we were walking through the venue um, looking for the bathroom. And then when you walk into this venue, there's a very beautiful, giant, like, area with like a marble floor and like there was a coat shack and like you know when you go into a wedding venue there's like that really pretty area all wedding venues have so we were looking for the bathroom we walked through that area um there was literally nobody there we're like oh where's the bathroom where's the bathroom and then uh we hear on like a microphone or an intercom or whatever that's called what did we hear remind me what we heard suzanne take it over heard what must have been a producer shouting the, the last shot of the night, Teresa, we're going to get you walking out, all right, you guys on Teresa, we're going to get Teresa exiting. Okay, wait, can I finish the story? Because this is literally my favorite story. So we're like, oh, crap, Suzanne's, I mean, Suzanne, <laughs> Teresa's walking down the hallway. So we peered in, and, and there she was, walking down the hallway to where we were, alone with Three cameramen, one bodyguard, one producer walking behind her. So we're like, oh my God, she's walking past us. We're going to be in the shot. There's no one else here. We're like, what do we do? We need to hide. So I'm like, let's go hide in the coat closet. And it's like an open coat closet that you can walk through. So we went up to the woman. <laughs> we went up to the woman and we're like, hi, can we hide in here for a second? We have to hide in here. They're filming. And Suzanne starts explaining to the woman what they were doing, why they were filming. And the woman goes, excuse me? Excuse me? The woman did not speak a lick of English, correct? I, I don't think she had any understanding that this was anything more than a fashion show or event. Like, no concept of Real Housewives of New Jersey, no concept of filming or that we didn't want to be on camera and just thought we were going crazy trying to bombard her coat closet with our bodies. <laughs> it was really, it was, it was amazing, people. We tried to get in this coat closet, the woman wouldn't let us in, and then Teresa walks by us with all the cameras, all the producers. I bet we are in the background of the shot unless they blur us out. Um, they, but, won't blur us, they won't blur us out. We gave them. Exactly, we gave consent, so they're probably not going to blur us out, but that was the funniest moment of the night, um, and then we wrapped it up, guys, we um, called our lift, we walked to the door, um, we saw Jackie again, which was amazing, and we saw Teresa, oh, I'm missing a part, Suzanne's giving me an eye because I'm missing a big part, 
which I apologize because this is also a huge part. After we went to the bathroom, we walked back into the uh, fashion show area before we called our lifts and just to get a, one last view to see if we were missing anybody. And oh, yes, we were missing somebody because we saw two young ladies walking down the runway, pretending they were part of the show, getting some boomerangs, getting some pictures. Suzanne, please tell the Lax Awareness listeners who those two young ladies were. Well, one was Antonia, Melissa's daughter, who we mentioned before. Exciting, but not that exciting. The other was none other than I Don't Care So What singer Melania Judas. Melania Judas, guys. Now, Melania is the daughter of Teresa, um, the hit pop artist, pop icon that has recently taken our uh, radios and, um, you know, Pandora's and Spotify's with her hit song, I Can't Wait to Grow Up, and I uh, am obsessed with that song. I think it's a huge, number one hit. Um, It is a, what is it, Suzanne? It's a bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. Uh, It's uh, hitting all the clubs near you, all you younger millennials will probably hear it in clubs and the nightclubs it is amazing she is amazing uh they were walking down the runway we got a nice shot of that um Suzanne wanted to take a picture with her but we all thought what what you know we wanted a photo she is probably one of the most iconic characters on the show um but you know she is a child so I think that might like blur the lines yes you can ask photos with. Yes. I don't know. You know, write into Lax Awareness. We'd love to hear your thoughts on celebrity children and children of um, celebrities. Yes. That's a good that's a good topic. I think next time Suzanne's on the show, um, we'll we'll get into that. I think that's a really good topic to discuss. But I agree with you, Suzanne. I think that would have taken it a little too far and I don't think it would be too happy. But, but she, would it? But would it? We don't know. But she is an icon. She's a Bravo icon. So then we um we went back out to the door. Um, Jackie and her husband are still there waiting for their cars. I, I gasped a little bit and then um very cute together. What they that? seem like a very cute, nice, normal couple. Yes, very cute, very, very cute. Um we saw Teresa waiting for her car. Um she at one point was like, Where's Melania? Is she coming with me? And Suzanne and I were gonna say, I don't know where she is. But we didn't say it. Um and then we left. And that was it. Am I missing anything, Suzanne? That was a pretty epic evening, I must say. It was quite epic. Um, I don't think you're missing anything. I mean, stars, they're just like us. Teresa was also waiting for her Uber. Um, and, you know, just standing in the entryway with the security. And um, I think, you know, somebody said, what are you still doing here, Teresa? And she said, I'm waiting for my car. She said, the minute. That was a great Teresa accent, but that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and then we did say, do you have eyes on Melania? Do we have eyes on Melania? And like then I even spotted her interjecting and letting me know she's on the runway. But again, you know, we didn't we didn't want to get too involved. We didn't want to get too involved, we didn't want to blur that line. So that was our night. It was pretty epic, it was pretty unbelievable. It goes down in the record books. Um, so you guys, when New Jersey, the new season of Jersey comes out, I don't know when it's gonna come out. It usually comes out in the fall, I believe. Um, so when it comes out be on the lookout for Suzanne and, Suzanne and I in your uh, TVs. Uh, we will be doing 
like they're on their TVs, not in neon. Not in neon. Wait, say that again. Um, we are not the women in neon. We are not the women in neon, everybody. We are not the women in neon. Um, and it was pretty, pretty, pretty epic. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up. We're actually on our way to, uh, we're getting ready for a child, our other friend's child's birthday party, which we're excited for. Um, shout out to Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hey. Um, and Brielle. Sorry. Oh, my God. The kid. <laughs> Brielle. Um, so, Suzanne, do you have any last words for the Lax Awareness listeners? Um, Melissa, you are so good at this podcast and she is not forcing you to say that doing this podcast is so hard to be clever and funny when you're being recorded and Melissa is a star and she is my favorite person to experience Bravo Lovelydom with and I love her and I'm so proud of her because I think this is so awesome oh my god that's really nice thank you for sharing that with me every day I love it <laughs> um Ditto, Suzanne. Shout out. Thanks for having me in your home. James, thanks for being here. James actually fell asleep for most of that, which was, <laughs> which was amazing. Um, so I have some guests coming up in the works. I'm not going to announce them yet because I don't like to announce my guests until they're official. So stay tuned for that. Um, and in the upcoming episodes, we're going to ask our guests um, some final uh, questions to wrap up the episodes about lacking awareness, what they can take. Um, what they think society is lacking awareness with. Um, we have to craft that part of the podcast a little bit more. So the next guest, that is the question that will be asked. Um, but thank you guys for coming. Uh, make sure you rate me on iTunes. Give me five stars. You can follow me on Instagram, mfreeds, F-R-I-E-D-S 26. I am still working on changing that name a bit to align more with the podcast. I'm also still working on a Facebook page. I haven't been on Facebook in two years. I've said that before. But um, I know you have to do that to um, have a successful podcast. So that is in the works. Um, so thank you guys for coming. Like I always end my episode, thank you for sponsoring the Onet Spot. I will uh, see you next time.